This season on Fear the Walking Dead. People are getting sick and they get violent. We just need somewhere to write I it mean, up. Please. No satellites, no internet, no cell phone. The electrical grid will collapse. The communications will fail. It's all going to go to hell. We are on the offensive. You guys are the lucky ones. They're stockpiling for the big push to take the city back. Someone's out there. Someone who needs our help. We don't know that. We're going to get your medicine. Desperate times. Take it easy, man. He's a kid. It's no man to kid. Men do these things not because of evil. They do evil because of fear. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Talking Fear the Walking Dead. I am one of your hosts, Kente, and I am joined by my co-host. I'm going to start it off with the one and only Olaf Barbosa, Captain Barbosa. How are you doing, man? I am doing great. Excited to talk about this this spinoff. Uh, it, it, it looks to be interesting, so it's like, hey, I can't wait to get into it. All right. Also joining me, you know this woman, she's very infectious, it's the, <laughs> the one and only Tori Rush. How you doing, Tori? I'm fantastic. I was so excited about this episode for so long. I was so excited to watch it, and I finally got to, and it's like, it's like the feeling of Christmas. You know, you get so excited about all your presents when you're little, and like, you run downstairs, and you rip them open, and they're all open, and then you're like... Okay, now what? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Zombies for Christmas gifts. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Also joining us, I'm so glad to be in her presence once again. It's the one and only Cindy. How you doing, Cindy? I am doing good. Yes. I'm actually quite pumped after watching that. I'm, I'm more pumped than I thought I'd be. Yes, and I, I'm so glad to talk to you. It's been... It's been like years since I it, had a chance to talk. It feels like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to chop it up uh, soon and exactly. tell me what you've been up. To. I miss you guys. Aww, aww. Well, <laughs> well, of course, we always love here at Indie Radio uh, participation, and the way you can participate is dialing our number. And uh, for tonight, we're gonna go with three two three five two two four six zero one. Once again, that number is 323-522-4601. And, uh, of course, you can come to our website, IndyRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. <clears throat> All right. So, um, this is the spinoff. It's been, you know, I'm trying to think the, the first time I heard that there was going to be a spinoff. Or, I know there was talk probably for, for a year before anything became official. At least a year or two. Um... When I yeah, prob yeah. probably that long because it it it's been a while since they started hearing rumors of it, right? And then when finally you know we knew it was going to be reality. I mean, first of all, is anybody was anybody shocked that there was going to be a spinoff? Not really. It seemed natural, right? 
I, 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 I thought that a spinoff was going to be a given after the success, although I did not see them taking it back to the beginning. I almost felt like maybe they would go the lines of, I know a lot of fans wanted to see that Rise of the Governors books get come like come to life mm-hmm. as a series. I thought that would be interesting. I never thought that they would just completely throw every written material they have out and just start new and start straight from the beginning. Yes. I, and I'm, I'm glad. when I That's when I got interested in it was when I realized that's what they were doing. You know, because I felt like I wanted something that was divorced from what we've seen already, right? You know, I don't want right. them to just do the the same thing over, you know, even though it could, you know, be profitable for them, but, you know, maybe not good for us. So I was so glad that, that they took this route. So, right. Yeah. I'm, it's like, I'm kind of, I'm glad they, how they did the premiere, you know, usually, you know, your premieres are just like the hour long show. And they actually took this one the hour and a half. And I think that's good for a premiere. It gets you that much farther into it. So, so you don't have, you're not like, trying to like figure out what next week's going to be like so i like the i actually like the hour and a half premiere instead of an hour yeah i think they should do more of that with the time on uh the big show i think uh you know the show's popular enough why not right right and it's like the with the, they should do that on the premieres and they should do that on the uh season finales they should do an hour and a half show make it give you just a little bit more yeah yeah cindy we'll put we'll put that out there and maybe somebody from amc will pick it up and take that idea and and do like hour and a half premieres and uh season finales yeah cindy you got sway with those guys make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well well they they have confirmed that our season premiere for season six is 90 minutes long so yes they're they're on the right track. Now we just got to be like that season finale needs ninety minutes. Let's yeah. do that. I actually think the see if I had to pick, I'd rather have a uh, a two hour or one hour an hour and a half season finale, just because you know that's going to be the last bit of goodness we're going to see for a while. So <laughs> you know, let's go yeah, out with an absolute bang. You know, that's what I'm saying. But at least they're helping us Walking Dead addicts out by making Fear the Walking Dead because then we don't have that even much of a longer period where we're just having withdrawals constantly. Absolutely. And I, I have heard Greg Nicotero has said that the goal is to have a zombie-related <laughs> television show on AMC at all times. <laughs> you know well, what? It's going to happen. The the downside to having, you know, the fear of the Walking Dead, you know, in between Walking Dead seasons is that my, you know, recovery clinics for the Walking Dead withdrawal people are going to dwindle now. <laughs> the attendance, the, I'm going to start losing clients because, you know, I have that clinic to help you get through the, the off-season for Walking Dead. Now they start this. I guess I'll have to close my clinics up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. Uh, no. Is it only for the ladies? <laughs> is it only for the ladies, uh, Olaf? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. They it's like guys, guys. It doesn't bother them as much. It's like it's the the women are more affected by not seeing the Walking Dead. So you know you have to comfort them and and mm. you know take care of them. And well, that's all I'm gonna say about that on air. 
What a wonderful, <laughs> what a wonderful guy. The rest you, you can uh, you can tweet at him. <laughs> it's so nice of yep. you. <laughs> the rest, the rest, you have to come to the clinic and find out yourself. <laughs> pay, the, pay the application fee. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, so um, let's kind of let's get into it. Uh, let's get into the episode that premiered tonight. Uh, you know, they didn't come up with a title; it's just pilot. But um, uh, you know, it started off pretty good. I I really enjoyed the opening sequence, and you know, with uh, um, I'm I'm a little I'm trying to pull up the as we're talking the name so I won't say that dude with the witch witch majiggy. But um, well, they started out showing uh, the the kid who is that's Nick, isn't it? Was a kid. His name is Nick. I think his, the kid is Nick. Yes, Nick. Yeah, Nick. He kind of had a. Is it me or did he have kind of a a um, Johnny Depp? Yes, <laughs> you. I was hoping. I didn't want to say yeah. it because I was hoping that I was thinking everyone would think I was crazy. But everybody yes. in my group was calling him Baby Depp. Okay, yes. so I'm not Baby crazy. Face. That's what I thought of. Yeah. <laughs> well, he he does he does resemble a young a younger Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah, like. He made me think of like younger, like twenty two Jump Street type of Johnny Depp. Yeah, and he had just a little right in the face. <laughs> he had that little mannerisms and everything. He had the Johnny Depp isms. Oh well. yeah. Um. So yeah. So okay. So I'm not on crack. His name is uh, Frank Delane. No, he was, but. <laughs> yeah, he's on crack. You're not. He's on. He's on crack. You're not. <laughs> That's true, right? No, he's on heroin. He shoots up. Yeah, close <laughs> enough. <laughs> so uh, you know that that opening scene, and uh, now the blonde that uh, he came across, um, who was uh, eating the man's face, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, that was his girlfriend. Yeah, that was Glor- Gloria, I think. Isn't it? Yeah, Gloria. 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 That was his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, and. I find it interesting. She comes up. She's got a piece of that guy's cheek in her mouth. Spits it out. Stands up, and she's got a <laughs> knife in her side, just sticking out, and then starts walking towards him, like, "Hey." <laughs> that yeah, that was so funny too. The you know, uh, I was thinking like, "Oh wow," you know, you know, um, when when she came at him like that, and I was like, "Okay, this show is oh they they're coming right out." <laughs> you know they they're, they're getting with it, you know. So and then he ends up getting hit by the by a car. Now, um, the dynamic of the family, you know, you have you know Cliff Curtis who plays Travis, and Kim Dickens. They have like this blended family, <laughs> and uh, you know it's the typical family you would say that you kind of see in in these um, horror movies and TV shows, you know. Um, you know, it's a blended family, and there's obviously there's issues there, you know, and that happens with with blended families. But it seems like, you know, just from what I got from the the beginning see, scenes and throughout the episode, is that, you know, Travis seems to be a good guy, good-hearted man, who really wants to make this, this family work. And I don't know, um, I could say, I I would say that, I was I liked his character from what I've seen in the the first episode. Uh, Travis, we'll start with Travis. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna get everybody's uh, 
thoughts on the characters that we were presented. So, uh, are we? Is everybody in agreement about Travis? He seems to be a pretty good character. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, now, yeah, he is. It's like, and he's a teacher, but I'm not sure what subject he teaches. He teaches, uh, yeah, literature. I believe it's English literature. Okay. Yeah, because he's talking about uh, Jack London and and all that, and of course, everything that was being taught kind of had a parallel to <laughs> what what the uh, the story is and everything. So, because you know, Jack London's all about survival and extreme in, in extreme um, conditions, and of course, at some point they're going to have to survive. You know, so you know, I got that. I I got that whole thing. Um, so, uh, but yeah. He, he seems to be a, a good character, and he's a, he's a very good actor too. That pl- is playing him <laughs> now. Madison, played by Kim Dickens, uh, the girl. I, I guess they're not. They're, are they? I didn't know if they were married or not. Um, it seems like they're they're just. Uh, huh? Yeah, I'm not sh- not sure on that one either. If they're married or I don't, I don't think, think they're. So. I don't think they're married. Not yet, at least yet. Yeah, I think I think before the show. If you guys watch the Talking Dead before that. Mm-hmm. Right before the premiere happened, they had a behind-the-scenes look uh, with sneak peeks to the season. And I do remember, I think it was either Cliff Curtis or Kim Dickens said it, but they said that they were, like, boyfriend-girlfriend right now. So I think that that's where they're at. And I, I'm pretty sure it was one of them that said that in the interviews. Okay. Yeah, well, just just how things went through the went on during the episode... I don't. I didn't get the feel that they were married. In other words, that I got you know more of that they were maybe uh, living together, but they're not married. Right. I, I believe that's that's the case there. Um, I tell you though, the um, Kim Dickens. You know, I, I. You know, the jury's out on her. You know, she did something that kind of po'd me. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. Travis goes, you know, um, the, you know, the son, Nick, you know, it tells him this story, you know, this, this, this crazy story. And he tells him it's, it happened at a church and, you know, you know, Gloria attacked him and all of this stuff. Right. So Travis goes in the middle of the night, <laughs> you know, to check it out, which is pretty funny that he goes in the middle of the night. I guess he wanted to wait till he fell asleep. He goes there with nothing but a damn flashlight. And um, he sees all this blood and everything, right? And uh, so when he comes back and he tells Madison, now this guy is a sane person, right? Right. He's a, you know, a a respectable person. So he's coming back and he's telling her, hey, man, you know, something really happened there. There's blood and all of this stuff. And she's all like, like, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, I'm like bad, bad things happen all the time. Yeah, I, I know where you. I know I when you started off. Smack. I know where you're going, and I agree with you. I'm like, she uh, was like, oh, bad thing happens. Bad things happen everywhere. Oh, honestly, I, I just wanted to smack her through this yeah, entire then, episode. And <laughs> oh, and then, but here's my favorite part though. She's like, at, when he leaves, and she's like, take me to the spot, and he's like, I already went there. It's, everything's fucked up. She's, he's like, well, I want to see it for myself. So uh-huh. he takes yeah, her there. Right. And she sees exactly what the fuck he just said, and she's like, "Oh, something bad happened here." I'm, I would have been like, "Bitch, this is what I said." <laughs> I was like, you know, well, 
she's going. I, 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 I'm I'm not really sure about her character just yet because there's couple of things in there that I'm like going, really? Are you kidding me? That's how you react to it? Oh, well, he's a drug addict and he just sees it. She's acting. Her 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 uh, responses were, oh, well, he's you know on drugs, doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just spaced out and had a bad trip and just blown it off to like, oh, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And But then she's all like laying in the bed with him and then when they go back to that, when they go to that church, well, this, she was kind of like, this is where he sleeps. Like, oh, and like climbing on a bed. What the hell's the matter with you? One minute you're like, oh, well, it's just, it's the drugs, nothing else. The next minute it's like, oh, oh come here, baby. Whoa. Yeah, I'm, I'm not well, sure about I her character one yet. One thing she did. Like, when she found that kid's knife on that kid, and then she brought him into the office, and she talked to him, and she kind of, like, saved his butt a little bit, mm-hmm. I probably would have done that. Oh, with a knife? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did like that scene. Yeah, that, that was a good scene. But then it kind of went down from there. I didn't yeah. know. You know what, though? I didn't know. At first, I thought he was getting bullied. You know, like, I, I didn't you guys think that this was going to be, like, a little PSA on bullying? You know, no, like honest, honestly, my first thought was I was like, "Is this kid just going to be psycho about zombies or something?" Like, because I I was wondering. Because first I was like, "No, nah, it's going to be bullying." But part of me was like, "Are they really going to jump into the zombie bandwagon this soon?" And then sure <laughs> well, enough, you know, then again, he's like, a okay. big he was a big kid, so it could have been the cut of sandwich. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe I want a sandwich. That's true. Now, um, as, well, as he as he started out, though, you know, it was uh, like, okay, why are you carrying the knife? And then she she made a comment of like, you need to quit watching the uh, the internet so much. So he's picking up <laughs> things uh, like these, uh, like the thing that the different things that they're showing on the internet. So she was mm-hmm. like, you need to stop watching the internet news and believing in all that stuff. Apparently, he, he should have watched more of the internet instead of less. Uh, I want to introduce, take a, a moment to introduce uh, another person to join the panel. And we have Grayson uh, Sonata. How are you doing, Gray? Hey, doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing excellent, excellent. And uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, sorry. Tonight I'm flying without a net. Oh, hey, that's okay. That's okay. Um... We're talking. Just keep, to, just keep flying. You'll be fine. <laughs> no, we're we're going over the characters because uh, I think this is the best way to cover this episode. So we we already started off with with the uh, the male the main uh, male character uh, uh, Travis and uh, we both Nick? you know uh, no Travis um, ah Travis was uh, you know by Cliff Curtis um, you know I you know we we pretty much liked his character from the little bit we got from him. Now we're talking about Madison, played by Kim Dick, Dickens, and um, you know the girlfriend or whatever, the mother of Nick or whatever. Yeah. And um, you know, let me see who. Uh, you know, sometimes female characters, uh, they just don't do a great job of uh, of writing them sometimes because you know men, you know, write it. And they sometimes they write female characters like that annoying girlfriend I used to have back in the day, you know. Like that's how kind of she kind of came off in this episode, as you know, kind of annoying. Um, 
I can understand why Nick ran away from the house. <laughs> you know, he, he's like, I'd rather live in a drug den than your house. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, it's like, it, in a lot of ways, they haven't really flushed the characters out quite yet. Yeah, hopefully that, it's just, you know, not yet, but, you know, it wasn't... Hopefully so. we get a human connection to this woman, because it's like, you know, I'm sitting there going, I don't relate to her even as a mother. Right. Right, yeah. Like, is she so, uh, is she that far detached from her kids that she totally has no clue that the youngest one is like you know dating uh, Cal and you know it's like is she that clueless? Yeah, she can. St- she can definitely. And yet she's a guidance knife. counselor. She yeah, I know, right? right? <laughs> the oh, is that what her job is? I didn't. I didn't catch that. Is a being a guidance counselor? I was like, ah. And okay. I have, I have another question too, panel. Is if on even though it's the internet, if all these people are going crazy all over the the I, I don't I mean I'm, I'm assuming it was the United States. Um, I didn't hear about anything outside of the United States. Um, wouldn't everybody be <laughs> uh, glued to that? I mean, like, how's that? Oh yeah, that you know in Philadelphia, you know they just eating people. You know, but well, that's not our problem. Would you think that they would round up all of these people also into one facility? Right. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, and maybe start working on cures. I live in L.A. If I heard that people were getting, people were eating each other in Philadelphia, I think I would take notice to that, and it would be, you know, I'd have a knife, more than a knife coming. Well, do you her. remember that story a few years back about, um... Oh, you're talking about the bath salts. Yeah, and they blamed the bath salts. Yeah, but that was, like, what, one person, I think there yeah. might have been a couple. But still. But he's, they're talking about like big mobs of it, you know, based to the point yeah. where old boy grabbed the knife and went to. I mean, what was he going to do with the knife, by the way? <laughs> you know. In, in, at this point right now, though, there's just like isolated, there's not that many incidences yet. Like, like okay, they showed, they're, they're starting to, they're just starting to kind of crop up. They don't, they haven't had like. Mm hmm big crowds yet start forming right. and roaming the streets just yet. Uh, we have in our chat room uh, Joe Harp or uh, Joster um, 185 187, I'm sorry. Uh, with, with the with The Walking Dead um, you at least had some zombie action to fall back on here. I'm just waiting for some walkers to dine on some two-dimensional folks. I did like fat acne Carl though. <laughs> that, hilarious. I, I think their plan in this episode was to get you to understand the family dynamic and to you know, to make you care about the characters. You know. You understand at least mm-hmm. somewhat of the people. Right. Right. Which that you you're having in the city. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to reserve judgment till the next episode. Right, right, right. That's what I think, too. Right. I mean, there were people in my chat, in my group, that were definitely quick to judge. Like, oh, this sucks. Like, they were expanding, like, expand, expecting action and gore and blood everywhere. I don't think that's just how it's going to be at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. They want you to warm up to the characters. Only I'm thinking it's like, okay, so we've got uh, the mother who's clueless. The stepfather who's double clueless of what's going on, is, well, but sort of has a suspicion. The, the, the 
drug dealing, uh, like the drug addict child. Then you have also the complex teenager who's like, you know, caught in the middle. And it's kind of like, okay, so I want to know exactly with all of them, where are they going? Maybe we're going to get some backstory on them. Well, you know, I think the advantage the the original pilot for the for the uh, regular series, uh, Walking Dead, it had that advantage of that the way it, it sucked you in a little better, a lot better, and then it had that great end. You know, the ending was so cool that you yeah. were addicted to it. Whereas this one didn't have the strong ending like the original series did did. So, you know. So that that was something that was um, lacking um, in this particular episode. Now I want to go back to Nick because Nick was, you know, very you know a big part of this, and um, Nick, aka Johnny Depp. Um, um, what you guys think about Nick? You know, uh, the junkie kid who, who you know, I don't. know. I thought he played it very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hair made it. It was greasy enough to be believable. <laughs> His hair is greasy, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have I, to have the junkie look. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't too typical. fond. Who wasn't too fond? I, I wasn't too fond of it. Um, mm-hmm. Although, by the end of the show, I mean, the way it ended, I mean, I get it. I was kind of like, all right, I guess the fact that we opened, you know, right. he could have been on drugs this whole time, so everyone's going to not believe him. I was like, I guess that works, but I, I wasn't too fond of his character at all so far. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the whole thing with Calvin, who, if you've seen Straight Outta Compton, he played Tyree, uh, Dr. Yep. Dre's brother, who died. Oh, well, let me shut up, because I just ruined that movie. But, uh, um, <laughs> so... Uh, and I was like, man, okay, so it's like yet another one that's a drug dealer? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, see, I'm just hoping that they're going to pull away from these cliches, that they're just trying to hook you in with the cliche characters so that they can just pull you into, like, a really more complex about it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you're seeing on the surface, but really, there's just, like, way more to these people. I'm hoping. As we're going along. I'm definitely hoping. Um, so... Well, Nick can at least say it's like... Uh, that he knows now that it wasn't just a bad trip, it was actually real. Mm-hmm. Also, too, you know, at some point, he's going to have to score, because he was tweaking, you know, mm-hmm. you know, um, when he met Calvin. Well, but it's like, now do you think, it's like, do you think him, it's like when him and uh, uh, Cal went down, and he was going to like maybe give him a fix or something like that, and he's going to try to kill him and then he had to actually run over him with the truck a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And you think maybe That's uh, that might be enough to like going, okay, I'm really done with drugs this time. <laughs> you know what? Have you ever been around a, like a real drug addict? That wouldn't even yeah, change. It's like, yeah, it's, they'd be like one, they'd make them want the drugs more. Yeah. They're going to want to get high. This, so they won't think about what would uh, happen. Um, a real, you know, a real hardcore drug addict. At least. Well, I was trying to give a little PSA for the, you know, for the, you know, say no to drugs. Yeah. I, I guarantee it's like, run, it's like, run over your drug dealer with your truck. Uh, he doesn't die. You run over him again. He still doesn't die. Say no to drugs. 
Oh, now Olaf's gonna get calls about people who did this, and he's gonna. They're all gonna say that they listened to Olaf. Great. <laughs> <laughs> now you know there's gonna be an episode where he's gonna need to get a, a fix, and he's gonna, you know, it's gonna be all about him coming down from his high or something like that. I can, I can assure you of that. Um, well, eventually he's gonna have to go through withdrawals if. If shit hits the fan, it's not like there's going to be a heroin dealer walking around for him, you know? And then again, there are in L.A. I wouldn't be surprised if the, the heroin uh, trade is still operational after the zombie apocalypse. So, so. <laughs> Still intact. The one, the one business model that works. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. So, also, too, you know, I'm from Los Angeles, so, of course, I just about... Every, almost every place that they showed was places that, you know, I had been to, or especially the the beginning part where he gets hit by the car. You know, that's downtown Los Angeles. So uh, yeah, I was thinking very that familiar. was like, uh, I, when they showed that, the different scenes they were showing, I was thinking I saw your house, but I wasn't sure. No, my house wasn't, didn't make the cut this time. But uh, <laughs> I, I really, Damn. I really enjoyed though, um, just having that backdrop as opposed to what we used to on the on the Walking Dead, and I, I'm not going to try to compare it too much because it's probably unfair. But um, but I did like the landscape, and uh, it makes me really interested to see how this plays out. You know, in, within a major city like Los Angeles. So, did you guys in, enjoy? I mean, and also too, it was kind of cool to have a Walking Dead show where, you know. Before the, the you know the mayhem, you know, with everything is just you know working, you know, you know people about their day and all of that, because we know at, at some point it you know everything's going to go haywire. But I thought that was cool. Yeah, so. yeah that's, that's that's one thing I I liked about how this mm-hmm. um, the show is starting. The kind of like all right, you know, you should get you know, everybody's trying to get up and get ready for school and get out the door, get to work and. And you still you still see some normal activity going on around, and then the one you know you have like, of course it starts off with a, uh, you know with a zombie, uh, as a, you know with a with a zombie attack in the very beginning, but then it goes back to kind of like all right normally everyday life, and you know I guess as the show progresses, it'll be. Oh, you! When you walk out the front door, you're like, "Oh, here comes another group of them." You know, they'll they'll build up to having more and more uh, of the Walking Dead. So, but but I like the way this is starting out. Now, do you think that these people are going to be quicker to adapt to their surroundings than, let's say, Rick did? He was forced into it. These guys are going to go gradually into it. Mm-hmm. If well, you're going to be be forced into a zombie apocalypse, like what would you guys want to be like? Wake up in a coma to this, or like, no, uh, gradually lead into it and learn how to deal with the zombies. Gradually, well, see, that's where I think this show, the way it's working, because it's starting out and it's showing showing a few here and a few there, and you're you have your normal normal everyday life going on and all that, and as it begins to as it progresses farther there's going to be more news about it and you're going to know more about what's going on and yeah. how to deal with it. Notice with Rick, he woke up and it's like, where are the, it's like, okay, I'm in the hospital. Now there's a bunch, I say, I see bodies laying all over the place. What the hell's going on? You have, have absolutely no clue. Uh, so at least in this series, I think they, uh, 
you know, they said something about it on Talking Dead. Well, they don't have the experience to know how to deal with them and stuff like that. But I think they, I think in the at by at the as it progresses through, they'll actually be able to deal with the uh, Walking Dead better because they're a, a little bit bigger group of people to deal with. And, you know, in in the city, there's more people there that are going to figure out what to do and kind of start, uh, lack of a better word, corralling them in so that they don't get overrun as quickly. Mm-hmm. Are you guys happy with, the? you know, I mean, we still are in the dark about how it's really happening. We're just getting, basically seeing how the mayhem started. Um, did you guys want to know more about exactly, you know, the cause and um, I, you know, I think I read somewhere though that that he doesn't intend on ever do, going that route. But uh, um, I don't know how true that is. But um, did you guys want to know more about the cause, or are you guys fine with with him? See, I want also to have them sort of explain how they missed all these signs and stuff, and what they could have done. And you know, it's like it's going to be very interesting to see. How it progresses to get to the point where we're at in Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Like, what signs did they miss? What things could they have done? Mm-hmm. But you still kind of have the same, the same thing going on with Fear of the Walking Dead as you do Walking Dead because yeah. he he shot the he you know he shot the uh, was it Cal the drug dealer Cal, he yeah. shot him and. He died, but then he reanimated and came yeah, back. Yeah, so we know. know that we're infected from the beginning. Like, you know, like everybody's infected. We know that now. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or has the potential to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. Which I, is also an interesting part. So if you, if, you, if, you, if you die, you, you come back, you, you reanimate. And again, the only way to kill him. Uh, by it's like the one, like news footage that they had. Is they, I mean, they just riddled that guy, and he kept coming at him. And then finally, somebody shot him in the head, and that was it. He was done. So, you know, even they're they're learning. You know, if they see these things, I guess uh, trying to figure out what it is. So, it kind of it kind of parallels the you know the Walking Dead mm-hmm. as far as how it happens and. You know, it could be anybody, but I still like the fact that they have. There's still a lot of, still a lot of normal everyday activities going on. As like Nick's walking down the street, there's you know cars going by and you know people at the gas stations and all that other stuff. So I I, I do like the fact that there's still some normalcy uh, going on while this is you know happening. Yeah. We're getting a little bit of normality in, in there. And also, it's kind of interesting to see how it's going to progress. Into I want to see how the news stations handle it. Yeah. It just what made me laugh, though, when they were like, well, the, wouldn't the government already tell you this? It's like, does the government ever tell you anything? Right. <laughs> the government's like, what the hell is going on here? You know, so. But, you know, also, too, um, the, I love that scene where it w- they were showing about what happened on the um, freeway. 
Because when they drove by and they didn't really see anything, I'm like, what was that for? You know, like, it just seemed like it was, like, a waste or whatever. But then when they showed it on the internet, I, okay, I was like, okay, you know, I, I did, I did like that scene where they showed, yeah. showed that. And how they made, yeah, how they made the connection from them being in traffic waiting, and what caused the delay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I gotta definitely. Give him that. I gotta give them that. Like, and like I said, we haven't seen every single character yet. We you know, still don't know if they're going to make them a little bit more complex than the simplistic version of them. We don't know where uh, where they're gonna go with it. It's like this is why it's like reserving judgment on, you know, where this is going, what this is doing, all of that is so important. Yeah, but you know, we have a radio show, so we gotta, <laughs> you know, we gotta uh, true do that. So it, it, we don't have to and, be fair. You know, is there a character that anybody actually totally hated that is hoping that they'll get off to, uh, as soon as possible? I ain't gonna lie, I didn't like the wife. <laughs> I, 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 I actually had a couple. I would, I wouldn't. I'm not hoping they die, but I wouldn't mind if they die. And honestly, it's almost everyone but Travis. <laughs> I absolutely loved Cliff Curtis. I thought he was phenomenal, and I think he's the only character that stood out for me. And see, and yeah, I, I like minus that. minus Johnny Depp lookalike. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. I thought more Taylor Kitsch, but that's okay. Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> He does kind of have a little Taylor Klitsch, too. Okay, yeah. if Taylor and Johnny Depp had a baby, exactly. it would be him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. I, they hate you. You never know, right? So, um, what about the daughter? The daughter's, um, the daughter. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, she, she has her little secrets, too. She got her uh, boyfriend and whatnot. I it's like I don't know the daughter seems to be of in other words uh, Travis seems to be pretty level headed and you know got you know got a good head on his shoulders and it appears to me that the daughter is pretty well level you know she's pretty well level headed I mean you know she's not all out there and it's like the mother it's like the mother is kind of like flip flops too much for me I don't. Uh, I, I, we'll just have to wait and see where her character goes because I'm not a I'm not a fan of her character just yet. Mm-hmm. And as far as Nick, you know, Nick's Nick. <laughs> Nick's yeah. Nick. Yeah. Okay. But uh, um, I think the, I think the daughter because she's well, she evidently she's pretty smart because I, I think she can actually she is has the ability to teach a class if need be. So she's got some brains. So you got she is she's got some smarts, and just her mannerisms and everything, she acts pretty even keeled. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean she is. So I, uh, I think she'd be a. I think she's going to be the one that's going to kind of keep a, a little bit of a, you know, an even keel going through all this stuff. Maybe <laughs> she might even bust out to be the heroine. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she might be the heroin addict too. Secret one. She's just better at it. That's all. She takes she takes the mellower stuff instead of the stuff that hypes you up. Right. <laughs> okay. So th- let's uh, let's start with um, 
what we like most about this this episode. We'll start it off with you, Taurus. What was uh, what do you think the the show's shining moment was on for tonight that you were happy, most happy about? Hmm. I'd probably say that for me at least the most shining moment would have to have been uh, when they uh, they're there and they're running over uh, and they're like, well, whatever it is, it's self defense. It's like, wow, you know, good parenting there. Um, <laughs> the first thing you're nope. gonna do is go oh, with self defense. It's like so good. You believe you're uh, you're a kid. It's like I think that that for me was one of the highlights. It's like as much as they. You feel for him. You also feel like okay. At least they still have somewhat of uh, somewhat faith in them. They haven't totally given up. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Tori? What was your what you thought the best moment was for you tonight? Um. Actually, <laughs> the one moment that made me a jump a little bit because <laughs> I got caught up in the spooky music <laughs> uh-huh. was when she was walking through the school and she was like listening to um, his class or whatever mm-hmm. and then she walked into that room and there was that teacher and she was like trying to get his attention and he wasn't giving her the attention uh-huh. uh, like she was like, hey, hey, I thought he was going to turn around and be a zombie. Like, I did. I really did. And then he didn't. It was just teacher. That one got me. Oh. The spooky yeah, music, was... though. It was the spooky yeah. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the principal. The principal, yes. Yeah, that was the principal. And he was had his ear down there listening. I, I'm like you. I was like waiting. I said, oh, this dude's going to turn around and be like, ah. That was, that was a good moment. Okay. Is that your favorite moment from? Uh... No, it's like the. I guess for me, the it's like the more of the favorite moment is like uh, when she's trying to get him all ready and opens the bathroom door in the morning. So that was more of my favorite moment, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, what nah. about- the junkie jumping out of the the uh, like the flop house or wherever he was, wherever he was, the under the bridge or wherever he went to where that where his son was. And he was walking through with a flashlight, and the junkie like came out. <laughs> that was pretty cool too. <laughs> I like that part. Random junkie. What about you, Cindy? What was your favorite moment from tonight's episode? Yeah, junkie number four. <laughs> yes, junkie number four. Cindy, what was your? I would have really liked to have seen you know him at least encounter somewhat or. Wait, wait, wait! We're gonna we're gonna get there. Hold on a second. Gloria escape. Hold on a second. Cindy, what was your favorite, uh, your favorite, um... You, you know what? The, the, my first thought, everyone's gonna laugh at me, but my favorite moment of this entire episode was that season six promo that showed all the, uh, all the group of Alexandria. Wow. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not lying. That was my favorite part. Oh, but, wow. okay, if I, if I really have to choose something from the show, it was the ending. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. The the ending for me had more impact than because I I thought the beginning was interesting. It was great. We got to see the walker, you know. But I felt like I felt so much more intrigued into the show by the end of it when mm-hmm. they finally realize this guy should be dead. He just got ran over by a car. What the hell is going on? 
I loved that because I was like, that's a perfect way to end it. That actually brings me even more into it because I've had my doubts on the show. And so I think that was the perfect way to round up that whole episode. That made it worth it right there. Okay. All right. Grayson, what was your least favorite moment? I have to admit, my least favorite moment, that one in the hospital, I was like, really? Yes, you're going to untie him off of the bed. You don't think he's possibly going to escape, do you now? <laughs> I, I was like, I, it was one of those moments that I'm just shaking my head going, wow, we haven't seen this one before. <laughs> Stupid nurse who falls for a smile and goes ahead and undoes one thing thinking, he's just going to sit there. It's like, yeah, okay. Now, that was, what to me, one of the worst moments because I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the most stereotypical moment. Mm. What about you, uh, <laughs> Olaf? What was your least favorite moment? I'm going to, it's like, I'm going to agree. It's like, I agree with her. And there was like, you know, you have a drug addict that's restrained to a bed and the way he got it, it's like, and the reason he got her to do it, he's like, well, it's a whole lot... It'd be a lot less messy if I have one hand okay and the nurse is going to fall and, and she falls for it. So you, you don't unstrap a drug addict from a bed. Uh, so I'm like, well, nah, just no. <laughs> Can I tell the truth, though? It might have worked with me, too, though. Because I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, uh, oh, man, I don't want to clean up on this. No, no, that's the job, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But I, I feel you on that, yeah. Okay, what about you, Tori? What was the question? I'm sorry, I missed uh, it. Um, what was your least favorite moment from tonight? Um, I didn't like the relationship he had with his drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just thought the guy was super shady from the beginning and like, if I would have trusted anybody in that situation, I wouldn't went to him. Like, <laughs> I would have chose somebody else to tell this big secret to, I guess. Yeah. Well, you got to trust your drug dealer, right? That's like your priest. I mean, that's not your homie, though. That's your dude that you get your drugs from. Like, <laughs> he serves a different purpose. <laughs> <laughs> the, he should have known something when he drove him out to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, come and on. And then said, stay in the car, yeah, and then like, went in the trunk. Was... Stay in the car, and went in the trunk. I mean, like, you know. You know, but yeah. Um, in our chat yeah, room. That, especially, like, after telling him, like, he probably was thinking to himself, I should have told somebody else. Like, <laughs> where was Brian when I needed him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe in the chat room says that uh, there was a character I hated uh, the most, the main characters, and then he said he got more of a James slash Dave Franco vibe from Travis. James Franco, I guess, to a certain degree, James Franco kind of works. Yeah. Maybe. But I was Depp. He had me thinking Depp, though. Yeah, I, I got a little Johnny Depp from that guy. But I, he just looks more like a young Johnny Depp than he does James Franco to me. Yeah, but no, I mean James Franco ain't, ain't too ain't far off right now. So you know we can go on back and forth on that. <laughs> okay, so um, 
Okay, so there's going to only be five more episodes for the rest of the season. So, you know, let's, I'm assuming that by the time this season is over, they're going to be full into survival mode. That's what I, I can only imagine. Um, one thing I like that from the, the previews is, you know, you see the military coming in and you see all of this. You know, it seems like you really get to see firsthand everything falling apart. So, all right, so I'm going to start off with you, Olaf. What is it that you want to see from this spinoff that we didn't get in the original Walking Dead? The uh, the main show, I should say. The mothership. Hey, it's like a, a, an explanation of what the virus is, how it, uh, you know, how it started out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, other than just everybody saying, oh, everybody's got it, so when you die, you turn to this it's like i I'd, I'd really love to know where it came from and how everybody got infected with it and um you know and 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 to see how different you now that since this one since this is in la or see how they handle it versus how it's been handled in georgia i don't think that we're gonna ever get where it came from just no, they even said that they're not going to reveal how it started. Yeah, yeah. like what really started it. They're they're not going to reveal it. Uh, you know, I, I think they facts. they couldn't. Uh, you know, I, I think it, I think it's one of those things is that whatever we come up with is going to suck. So let's just not come up with anything. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, that's that's the one thing I I like to get. You know, it, probably never like you said you're never going to get it, but mm-hmm. I just like to know how everybody wound up getting infected with it. I, I do want to do the it. Olaf syndrome. I, <laughs> I, I do want to date with Beyonce. I do want to date with Beyonce, like, but I don't think it's going to happen. Curses! I've been discovered. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Better get up our uh, anti-anxiety pills now. <laughs> Gather them all up. <laughs> all right. Well, Tori, what, what do you want out of this series that you didn't get from the original Walking Dead or the the first one? I would love to see how they start reacting to a new way of life. Mm-hmm. Because in The Walking Dead, they've already adapted to a certain point. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have their own camp and they've already started, like, you know, delegating jobs and everybody has a little thing going on, you know, a little new start community, survival community. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see how that goes with each of these characters, like how they choose to let the stress and the, um, and pretty much the changing of the world, like how they deal with it. I think that's going to be interesting. Okay. What about you, Gray? What do you want from this? I think that I want to see them try and do like this whole, you know, what they could have done to stop it kind of thing like I was saying in the beginning for example you know have like this big quarantine sort of party type thing where you know like they're trying to contain it but what they do is they're actually we can then understand how the colonies became worse over time and like how it became to the pandemic level you know at least trying to see some sort of cure and hopefully gain some less stereotypical characters along the way Okay, and I believe it's uh, Cindy. What, what would you like to see? 
that you didn't get? Um, honestly, I'm I'm just I think the thing I'm most interested in this season that I look forward to seeing is probably just going to be within the next episode or two episodes, and I want to see how people react when it fully gets out, which we saw like a tiny glimpse of people starting to get an idea. But I want to see when all hell breaks loose, how people deal, and the things we can see go around, and how our characters deal with it. Which, it, when it showed that uh, season, you know, preview at the end, it looked it looked pretty impressive. Although, I, I do have to say, like, it would be nice to see them, you know, try and form a community like we have in Alexandria. And it looks like maybe that's where mm-hmm. the season's kind of leading to. But, you know, I, I think I'm leaving an open mind for the rest of the season. I just think that I'm more excited to see what I wanted in the beginning, which was how are people going to react? I want to see, you know, I want to see, actually, I mean, I saw a lot of negative remarks. I've been, as we've been chatting, I've been reading Twitter, Facebook, everything. I've heard some amazing remarks. I've heard a ton of negative remarks. And the biggest thing I've heard against it is it was all drama there was not enough zombies there wasn't enough action but i said this from the beginning i wanted more drama from this because if we're seeing it uh okay we did when it happens we need to see some emotion they're gonna feel like they're going insane and i think i think they did what was that no go ahead you're good Oh, yeah. I, I just feel like we saw a glimpse of it, but I want to see when the outbreak really happens, how people react. So I'm interested to see how how much they show and how well the actors they have can convey that feeling to us. You know, because with our original Walking Dead, our cast has grown so far that we become emotional wrecks when we lose people. I mean... Just look at the backlash yeah. from, you know, spoiler alert, you know, Beth and Tyree, <gasps> you know, <laughs> I'm hoping this, I'm hoping they make us love these characters more than we do right now. I'm already sold on Travis, but I'm not sold on anybody else. But I'm hoping that maybe, maybe when the outbreak happens, maybe that makes us have a little bit of a connection with them and bring some more, you know, light to these characters. Okay, um, let, let's. I I found some tweets on Twitter uh, hashtag Fear the Walking Dead, and you guys want to hear what people are saying? Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Before you go to those, before you go to those, what do you think, or what do you want to see from it? Okay. I want to see them expand the universe. I want them not to be stuck in one area for a whole season. I want to really get out and see. What's going on? I would love it if they like made it to they went on a trip, you know, like to Vegas or something, you know, and just move, you know, like I don't want it to just stay in, you know, we're in the school, you know, all season, and then we're in the, you know, in the rock quarry, and then we're in the, you know, what I mean, for a full two seasons. Like I really want them to move around and explore the whole world and kind of get a a feel for it, especially it's early enough to where they, there can be more travel because it seems like in our current world that, you know, if you go to the border, there's like the 100 million man walker march, you know, uh, <laughs> blocking right. blocking everything. So that's, that's what I like to see. All right. Okay. So this is Twitter. Okay, the first Twitter, first Twitter, first tweet 
is from Joseph, uh, Rusted Mecca, and he says, uh, SMH, shaking my head, toddler still awake, and Fear the Walking Dead is about to come on, might have to watch later showing, okay, uh, let's skip that guy, uh, here he goes, uh, this is from Taylor Elizabeth, uh oh, somebody got some background noise, alright, sorry about that, that was Grayson, uh, Okay, here we go. This is from Taylor Elizabeth. My mom threw a towel downstairs to scare me as I come back up from doing laundry. Just watched uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Okay, now come on. Give me one about the the uh, the episode. Uh, let's see. The commercials were more entertaining. Uh, uh, it's trash. Uh, shaking my head. Uh, time to catch up on all my other shows. Um, let's see. The opening of Fear the Walking Dead. I'm already screaming at the TV. Run, run, run. Okay. Well, that's positive. Uh, oh, okay. This is this one. This is from Blake. He says, seriously, this is an origin show from the start people are mad because there's more there's some substance before the brutality begins uh, what do you guys think about that one you think you think he's right hello hello i, I know what you said Kente. i'm sorry uh, okay he's he says seriously this is an origin show from the start people are mad because there's some substance, substance before the brutality begins. Is there some substance to it? Yeah, the show, this, the the series. Well, you know what? It's like you, you're gonna have to, like I said, you know, reserve judgment until such a time that you see more about it. And yeah, we do need to have kind of an origins. You know, where did yeah. it all come from? Another guy, I can agree with that. another guy says, my yeah. wife said, I've seen this Lifetime movie before. <laughs> uh, well, you got to start. You got to start somewhere. They, they're just going to stick with it and give it a couple, give it a couple shows and, and, and before they make their real, real opinions. Now, here's Major Craig says, he says, uh, do people not understand the concept of a slow burn? Give it some time, people. He's right. Exactly. Yeah, and I was, I kind of felt defensive for the show because there was a couple of members that were quick to judge, and I was like, well, don't judge what, you know, like, come on now, like, this is the first episode, it's the beginning of everything, we gotta let it, let's see how it goes, you know, and they're like, it wasn't fast enough, the the most complaints that, that I got were, it was too slow, there wasn't enough action. Well, I'm, I'm actually, I'm seeing that in my group as well as we speak. But you know what, though? I don't think that it's that is not enough action because when the when Walking Dead fails, it's not because it's not enough action. I think it, it uh, dang, someone has a side-by-side -side of young Johnny Depp and that guy. <laughs> that looks, it looks like that's his child. Like, you got to see this. this it looks just, it look, I think that's his kid. 
by the way. But, uh, someone, oh my god, he looks just like Someone him. called Johnny Depp. We found his child. Yeah. <laughs> Another one? Yes, this is... This, I'm sorry, I totally got off track. Like, he looks more <laughs> like him than we even realized. I mean, jeez. Louise. All right. Yeah, I think that's his kid. But anyway, I'm sorry. Um, you know, look, I'm willing to give it time. But my thing is this, though. It's not because I think people don't realize what they're not liking about it. It's not that, uh oh, Grayson. Uh, it's not because uh, there's not enough action. I think they're not in, intrigued yet. You know, they're not intrigued yet because I don't think you, I don't think there needs to be all this action that people keep asking for. I think they just want to feel like they want to feel like they're on the right path. They want to feel like they're on the right path, I guess, on the in the show. So I don't know, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they just want zombie action. <laughs> maybe you know, maybe who knows? So uh, like they I, want the Walking Dead version of hack and slash. I guess. Yes. I mean, I think everybody. I think some people are going to want the action that the Walking Dead offers, like the intensity and. And the fear and the running and the blood and the gore and it's just not there yet. But we may get there, and it's kind of like you know what with a lot of shows. This is the this is the thing is that you, you know some people want instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what you're not going to get instant gratification with this show. You're going to get slow, easy pace, something that we can get into, and then hopefully they're really going to start cooking with gas by like episode number three. All right, let me ask right. you, let, let's, let's go through the history of great shows. Um, you know, give me a favorite show of yours, Grayson. Just give me a great show. A show that Orphan you Black. Okay, that pilot was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. But it didn't give us everything. No, but it was entertaining. Though. It was awesome, yeah. It was entertaining. See, you got to, just because it's, I don't think it's that it's slow. It's just that it has to be entertaining. It wasn't like that was action-packed, but it was very... You're like, by the end of it, you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Yeah, I'm, I was hooked right away. Okay, so, um, Cindy, give me another show, Not Walking Dead, that you love dearly. Breaking Bad. Okay, one of the... I think it's the second greatest show of all time. And the pilot was, was really good. Um... The pilot was very good. It oh, was yeah. intriguing. You know, you know, um, there was some action in it, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a whole lot in there. So complications. Uh, the first season one. was. The first season was kind of weak uh, in comparison to the rest of the seasons. But um, you know, uh, yeah, complications. I haven't seen that yet, but uh, uh, so. Uh, um, what about you, Tori? Give me a show. The Office and the pilot wasn't that well, great. Yeah, come on, you got to give me like a, a drama. A drama? Okay, The Wire. The Wire pilot was amazing. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is, what about you, Olaf? Give me a, a show. Black Sails. Great pilot. That's another mm-hmm. great pilot. It was very intriguing. Right. So you know, I don't. You know, you can sometimes shows are better than their pilots. Well, The Office was. The Office turned into a great comedy. Yeah, the the pilot, like, you know, wasn't that great. Wasn't their best episode. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, we we have in the chat room. Um, it's an origin show. Yeah, so is Gotham. Gotham. I didn't like the Gotham pilot though. Um, but he also says slow build up is one thing, but slow build up with unlikable characters is another. So I don't know. I mean, I can say I'll give it the six episodes. You know, like I'll give it the six episodes, but you know, I don't think you have to have, you know, a slow, boring first episode. Well, now let me ask, let me throw this out there, and it's like, uh, in like, okay, Game of Thrones mm-hmm. wasn't it? I said uh, with amazing. Game of Thrones, there was the first two or three episodes. If you watched it, it was like, eh, okay, yeah. and then it's like the. The fourth episode is the one that really hooked you into it. Is that right? No, yeah, not to me. I, That's I like, exactly it. No, it took the me, was it great. took me almost a month to actually get through the very first episode of Game of Thrones, and I could not understand why people were so hyped about it. And once I finally got through it, you're exactly right. The fourth episode is what yeah. got me in. Right. Yeah, so I, they're, they're the, pi- and, the pilot and of Game of Thrones. Now. The pilot of Game of Thrones was. I thought it was really good. I mean. Or the series complications. Mr. Robot's... See, Mr. Robot is another situation. Mr. Robot's pilot was amazing. It was a, it was absolutely fantastic. But then it's starting to go downhill, I think. It's not... I didn't even... It, you know... It's not as good as it started, Mr. Robot. I don't think... I don't think so. So they had a great pilot. And, I mean, it's not terrible or anything, but it's just... I think the pilot just started off so great that I don't think they're keeping up with the pilot. If that makes sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the pilot, I think the pilot was so up there that it it made it, they made their task of keeping up with the pilot very hard because uh, the pilot was so good. So, um, you know, uh, Lost had a great pilot. It was one of the best pilots I had, I had ever seen. Uh, uh, prison Break, was pilots, Pre- the prison, the pilot for the show Prison Break was pretty awesome. So uh, I don't know. So uh, it's seriously just matter. Uh, it's like a, the one thing is is that a show can have a bad pilot, and you know what? The second episode, right after it, you're sitting there going like, "Man, you don't you wish you had a do over with your pilot." Yeah, I like I said, I'm willing to give it a, sh- a chance. So. Well, you know, we'll see what happens, right? It's like you definitely don't want to jump before. No, I'm not jumping off the ship. Yeah. I'm not jumping off the ship. Right? And, and, like I said, I'm kind of excited to see where it is going to go. I kind of hope that we'll be eating out different kinds of wars. But I'm not going to blame them if they turn around and. And a lot of shows started off with networks that it's like they didn't believe in the show and that people were like, mm, yikes. And then it wound up being a like a nine-season-long show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. You know, uh, a good example of that being that, for example, Hannibal. is now it, It's like it's now finishing its series, but it had a really good long run of those four seasons. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't love the the pilot for Hannibal. Yeah, and it didn't exactly have a pilot that you know sat there and said, "Oh my God, wowed me." 
it's like it was the second episode that actually wound up wowing me more. Well, we'll see. Because it was very hard to reconcile the original, uh, like, once you've seen Silence of the Lambs and all that, to reconcile this guy playing Hannibal. But then it's like slowly but surely it started growing. Well, so it's one of those lessons of don't judge it by the first episode that you see. Because sometimes the first episode that you see is just to set up for the next episode. Which really should have been the pilot. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Yes. I agree with you. All right, so um, we'll be looking forward to next week's episode, um, and uh, you know we'll we'll see. You know they have great actors that are involved in this. Uh, the next episode is called uh, "So Close Yet So Far," so um, and we'll be back next week to cover it. Um, so let's start off with you, uh, Grayson. How can people get you in social media? Well, you can get me on. Facebook, on Bizipedia, on LinkedIn. Goodness, like I said, oh my gosh. There's also then our show Movie Time, which is on Monday. However, this one Monday we are going to be moving over to a different day. So stay tuned with our, new, with our next guest for the episodes because we are moving from our Monday night slot because back again is going to be Mars Venus, right? Yes. So uh, we are moving uh, a little bit over, probably to the next night slot, so uh, just stay tuned in for our next uh, person there. Also, um, can get me on SL through Superstar with Rock Against Hunger, as well, and please support Rock Against Hunger, another uh, thing that you can get me through. Oh my goodness, it's like everything but Twitter, because I haven't learned how to tweet it. And like I said, if you cannot find me, you're not stalking me hard enough. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So what about you, Tori? How can people get you in social media? You can find me in my Facebook group, The Infectious Walking Dead, at facebook.com backslash The Infectious Walking Dead. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Rush Tori, and that's T-O-R-Y. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at underscore the infectious walking dead. And, uh, I think that's it. All right. What about you, Cindy? How can people get you? I, I don't have any social media at all. What? I'm kidding. Okay. Oh, okay. I I, I, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, pretty much Facebook. I think it's facebook.com. Cindy Brooks Sullivan. Anyone can add me. If you're a Walking Dead fan, I love to chat with anybody. Um, Twitter, at Cindy Anthea. It's the same for my Instagram as well. Um, you can also check out my group, The Walking Dead Fans, um, which actually, as of right now, let me see, we have topped 45,000 members. Wow. So just within, the span, just within the span of Fear the Walking Dead, we've, we've topped it over 200 extra um but you're welcome to join that group uh i also have a page if you've ever wanted to meet anyone from the walking dead um eventually it'll be also it'll count for fear of the walking dead as well once they start doing convention appearances 
I guarantee you we're going to see that Gloria Walker start showing up at conventions very soon. <laughs> she's she's going to be as big as a little girl. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, you're welcome to uh, give it a like. Um, if you don't see an event that's near you, there's a really cool button. You can hit subscribe to our events. Whenever we post an appearance that's near you, you will immediately get a notification that they are going to be appearing somewhere near you. Um, so that's really cool. So if you don't see anything near you, just hit that subscribe button. Um, also be sure to check it out, which actually I'm about to post on it. I got to tell you guys something really cool that I found out while we were doing this. Uh Um, did anyone else realize that the guy who's playing Heath is Dr. Dre from straight out of Compton? Wow. What? Heath from, from season six is Dr. Dre in straight out of Compton. Get out of here. Wow. Yeah, I just I just found that out. I'm I'm staring at it right now and I still can't believe it. Oh, okay. So I'm actually about to post on the page right now to see if anyone else caught that. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a great actor. That, guy <laughs> I, that has... man needs an Oscar. Yes, yes. For that yes. role. That whole movie needs an Oscar. Great movie. Great movie, yeah. I, it brought back memories. Definitely brought back memories. Right, thank you for that sharing with that with us. Uh, what what about you, uh, Olaf? How can people get you social media? Well, you can stalk me on both Facebook and Twitter. I don't suggest stalking me too close because I get nervous and I do have an itchy trigger trigger finger. <laughs> That's where where you can find me at. Also, if you go to uh, indieradio dot org, there's links to. Uh, all the different shows that we do and all the different uh, medias that we're in uh, in the uh, like, uh, on the website and let's see what else we got uh, this oh this Friday don't have a time yet but uh, gonna be a, uh, gonna release the road defender bill again it's like we re, we remixed it so we're gonna re-release it on Friday the 28th. Uh, I had to find a time, so I'll just kind of watch my Facebook or my Twitter. Uh, and in there, I play the uh, the announcer and one of the characters in in the uh, radio drama. So that's that's what I got going now. All right. Very cool. All right, yeah, that's uh, Corey Hawkins, by the way, um, the actor you're talking about. All right, so um, you can get me at uh, at Kente F on Twitter, and we will be back once again at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 Eastern, to cover episode two. And uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your night, and have a, a great week ahead of you. Peace. <laughs>